It's an 90 Plus Extra Time podcast. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope you got to do something, you know, spend some time with the family or just relax if that's what you do. You know, there were some games on this weekend. Um, me and the family, we tried to get out of the house this weekend. We were going to go on this, like, I don't want to say it's the river walk because San Antonio has its own river walk that's downtown, but we we're going to walk along this other river, I guess. And, you know, I don't know if it's like a state or county thing. I'm not 100% sure, but it's like a basically like just a path along this this river. Um, we tried to go get a parking spot, and in the normal parking lot, they had it like taped off, and there was this sheriff's deputy standing there. So we pull up. We're like, yo, what's the, what's the deal? He's like, oh, we got to limit the amount of people that can walk on the trail, which I thought was ridiculous. But uh, basically, we didn't get the chance to do what we wanted to do. It's like... I forget what the name of the lake is, but uh, there's like a big lake next to it. And then there's the river that comes off of it. There's this huge dam. But regardless, we didn't get to do it. Um, We ended up going to this other park. Saw some stuff about like the German history of New Braunfels, which is, you know, not too far from San Antonio. Um, But it was like a hundred and something degrees yesterday. So for those of you that use Celsius, it was like 39 to 40 um yesterday so we didn't stay out for very long walked around a little bit and you know because we couldn't do what we wanted to do we decided to come home and you know just hang out and relax um so yeah that was my weekend did get to watch you know a little bit like a tiny 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 bit of games um you know everything is kind of winding down now but uh yeah i mean there are still plenty of games like last night san antonio uh, FC had a game um, that I didn't even know it was on until it started, but me and my wife were already watching a movie, so I'm not going to turn that off to watch the movie or to watch the game. But uh, there's still plenty of you know football going on. Normally, um, this is kind of like a weird time, uh, you know, during the normal football calendar because you know teams are coming back off of you know their summer breaks or whatever. They're playing test matches. You know, there is normally the the Champions League qualifiers for the group stage for the upcoming season, um, but not this year. You know, now you know it's the middle of August, and we still don't know who the the Champions League winner is. Same thing with the Europa League, at least in Europe. Um, MLS is, you know, they're back. Um, teams are back in their home markets. They're still trying to, you know, kind of figure out what's going on there. Um, but those games are still playing. Like I mentioned, the USL, and uh, but you know, mainly right now we're focusing on. Champions League and Europa League but I'm going to start off with the Europa League um, because as of the recording of this podcast we now know who one of the finalists is uh, for the Europa League so um, last episode I went over you know um, who won in the quarterfinals and in the semifinals we had uh, or we have I should say uh, Inter Milan and Shakhtar Donetsk that game will be later on today and in the other match we had Sevilla and Manchester United now me personally, I thought Manchester United was going to show up a little bit better in this game. Um, they scored early, you know, which is always good, but it's not good if you let the other team outscore you. Um, Sevilla was able to, you know, get an equalizer, you know, about twenty-something minutes into the game, and then they they put it to bed uh, in the second half. Luke de Jong, seventieth minute, uh, you know, shut it down. So, you know, Sevilla, you know, they've, they've been known to, to be successful. They won three uh, Europa Leagues in a row, you know, a few years ago. Um, they've basically made the Europa League like their tournament. Like, usually 
for me at least, you know, especially in the last decade, when you think the Europa League, you think Sevilla because they've just been that good. They've been that dominant in the uh, in the tournament, and I mean they they looked well uh, playing playing against uh, playing against Man U. So um, they are the finalists that will be playing in Cologne against the winner of Inter Milan and Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, so I'm looking forward to to that. Hopefully, um, you know we get a good match in the final. I think Inter Milan is probably going to win that game um, against uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, but we'll see. Um, that game will be you know a little bit later on today. So, um, so yeah, that's that. Um, all right, moving on to the Champions League. All right, Whew. the Champions League was uh, was a little wild. Um, we had uh, you know some some results that you know just I don't know we were just kind of weird. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the last episode because, you know, I did record kind of late. It was like Wednesday. Um, but Atalanta ended up losing to PSG. PSG scoring goals late, um, you know, to advance uh, to the semifinal. Then we had in what I think, you know, I, I said it was going to be a good game. Didn't get to watch it. But RB Leipzig 2, Atletico Madrid 1. And uh, what's his name? Taylor Adams, you know, fellow American. Um, he, sorry, he plays for RB Leipzig. Uh, he ended up you know, being crucial in that game. Um, so now RB Leipzig is moving on to the semifinal, which is just crazy. Um, but, you know, you would think that that would have been like the biggest news of the week. RB Leipzig beating Atletico Madrid. Not even close. Barcelona-Bayern Munich was supposed to be like the game of the quarters. I... I know after the the restart when the Bundesliga restarted, I was saying that you know Bayern was going to have a, an advantage over a lot of other teams because they were starting to play up earlier. They had less of a of a break time. They would peak at the at the right time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it, the final score was eight to two. I mean that that's like a that's like a FIFA score. You know, if I'm playing against somebody that is not very good. Um, it, it was embarrassing. I felt so bad for Ter Stegen. I mean, you know, all, all those times when he was saying that he, you know, deserved to be the number one goalkeeper for Germany and, you know, because Neuer was falling off and, you know, this, that, and the other, and he got eight put past him yesterday. Now, I get it. It's different, you know, playing for your club team versus playing for your national team, but basically what you do for your club team is basically how you um, put yourself out there for your for your national team. Now, we don't know when the next time is that any of the national teams are going to be playing again, but um, that just looked terrible. Yes, Neuer had two go past him, but Ter Stegen let eight, eight goals past him. Like, that is, that's insane. Um, I, I felt bad for them. I mean, I still feel bad for uh, for Barcelona. I, I, everybody knows they're a much, much better team than that. Um Eight to two is just ridiculous. I mean, that's almost like seven seven one for Germany against uh, against Brazil. I mean, it's it, it's 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 almost that bad, and it, it just looked that bad. I think when I turned it on, I think it was like five two or something like that, and it just it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. You know, I always make this joke when I'm talking to people about you know I'm trying to explain something. I'm like, you ever see a cat play with a ball of yarn, or even like a mouse? Like it knows that it's overpowered. The mouse it just plays with it. You know, it doesn't kill it, just plays with it. That's basically what Bayern did to Barcelona. And, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, Bayern, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to uh, to see the next round. But um, I don't know. I don't know. 
But finally, um, in a match that I thought was definitely just going to be, it was going to be a gimme for Man City. It was Man City 1, Lyon 3. Now, at one point, this, it, you know, Man City was down 2-1. to one. Raheem Sterling had a wide open goal. And somehow he managed to sky it. I mean, even at the angle that he was at, I, I thought he could have just let it bounce off of his leg without putting anything behind it. And the ball would have gone in. Somehow he found a way to sky it. Feel bad for him because, you know, that, that Man City documentary, there was a couple times when, you know, he did that in league matches. Um, but Lyon just, they just played well. And Man City did not. You know, this is, uh, every every year people are saying that, you know, Pep's going to win the the Champions League and then something like this happens and they're saying, oh, he overthought it. He overanalyzed. He, he put too many tactics in. But Lyon just had Man City figured out. I mean, they had the chance to equalize and... You know, it's just not their year. I mean, they're they're a dominant team. They're full of superstars, but they just seem to they can't they can't get it done. And you know, for them, uh, yeah, they won the the league cup, um, but this this has to seem like a failure to them. I mean, I, to me, it always seemed like it was the Champions League or nothing. They knew they weren't going to win the league, uh, and I, I thought that they would definitely at least make it to the final. Of the Champions League, but at the same time, I also picked Juventus to win it all, and we saw how that how that uh, played out. But to get beat by Lyon, I mean that's it's it's pretty bad. Now, yes, it, it kind of, they're kind of at a disadvantage because they don't get to play the home and away, you know, the two legs. But but still, I mean, you know, they they should have uh, they should have shown up a little bit better than they did. So now uh, the semifinals are set. Uh, we got RB Leipzig versus PSG. And then Lyon versus Bayern Munich. So I'm going to make my picks right now, uh, at least for these two matches. And then, you know, obviously we'll see with the final. But I'm definitely going PSG over RB Leipzig. Um, we'll see how they play. Mbappe's playing well. You know, Neymar's playing well. Um, but we'll, we'll see exactly what they're able to put together. But I think they should handle RB Leipzig with no issues. Um, Atletico Madrid is not PSG. Um, so, or I should say PSG is not Atletico Madrid, but um, we'll see. Either way, I'm probably going to end up watching the match. Even though I say that in half time, I don't get the chance to watch it. But I'm going to definitely like put that on my on my schedule to definitely, definitely watch that match. Um, what's the other one? Lyon, Bayern Munich. Uh, so Bayern looking good. Um, and I just, I can't see them, especially with the way they stomped Barcelona. I can't see them losing to Lyon. What, what's what's really crazy about this is that you have two German teams, two French teams, and they're playing each other. So you got Germany, France, Germany, France in both semifinal matches. So um, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, but right now, me personally, I'm predicting a PSG Bayern Munich final. So we'll see the final is on the 23rd. So um, that's what Sunday, the 23rd. Um, so that uh, that should be pretty interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it and, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll be a, a decent match. I mean, even if it's, you know, not what I predicted, if, even if it's Lyon versus RB Leipzig, I mean, that'd be great. Um, also just to, you know, finally have a, have a champion crowned. Um, but to be honest, I've talked to you guys, you know, at length about how I do not like Bayern Munich because I'm a Stuttgart supporter. Um, but I would not be upset to see, you know, any of the other three teams lift the trophy in the end. I just do not want to see Byron win it. But, you know, if they do, they do. It is what it is.
I'm not trying to be biased. Um, let's see. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, as a result of the uh, stomping that Barcelona took um, to Bayern Munich, and I was talking to Joao and Louis from the Soccer Stupid podcast um, during the game. You know, Louis was pretty upset at what was going on. Uh, you know, he's a he likes Man City and he likes Barcelona, um, and just to see you know what was going on, I, I felt ba- I felt bad for him. I really did feel bad for him. Uh, but I said to them, Setien, the Bayern manager, I said he was going to be out the next day. Now think about it. If if uh, Maurizio Sarri got fired after Juventus, who won the league, they got beat by Lyon uh, in the Champions League. If he got fired the next day, Setien was definitely going to be gone because Barcelona didn't win the league and they got completely embarrassed, you know, in the Champions League. You know, it's one thing to lose by one goal, maybe even two, but they lost by six goals. I mean, yes, to a good team, but, you know, they still they still got destroyed. Um, so he got booted. Um, he is no longer at Barcelona. And the things that I've been reading is that Ronald Koeman, the current uh, Dutch national team coach, he's like the leading candidate as of right now. Um, I know a couple of years ago, uh, there was like some talk about him, you know, saying that if he was going to leave the Dutch job, the only job that he would leave it for would be to manage Barcelona. (laughs) And now, you know, that's, that position is there. Um, especially with, you know, the way everything is right now because of COVID, we don't know when we're going to have national team matches, you know, certainly for sure, um, in the future. So now might be the time for him to, you know, cut loose and go over to his dream job. Um, but also, you can't forget that Pochettino's still out there. He's still available. Um, I just don't know if he has the credentials to, you know, to come in and, and you know, lead Barcelona. Um, I don't know what the supporters would think about that. But, you know, I mean, it is there and he is available. Um, I don't I can't see too many people turning down Barcelona if they come knocking. Um, but, you know, we'll see. He's the type of person that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll help him. Maybe maybe he could help Barcelona, especially after what uh, what just happened, what just went down with them. Um, who knows? Uh, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that, um, especially because you know the seasons are starting to dry up a little bit, and there's not a whole lot going on. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, um, moving over to the EPL uh, seasons, you know, long over. But uh, Kevin De Bruyne was named the Premier League Player of the Season. Um, this dude managed to rack up. 20 assists, uh, equaling the the record set by Thierry Henry in the 2002-2003 season. Uh, but he also scored 13 goals, which is pretty legit. Um, this season, you know, obviously the season wasn't too remarkable for um, for Man City, you know, because Liverpool was out ahead for so long. Then you had COVID happen, and uh, you know, Man City didn't win the league, didn't win the FA Cup. They won the League Cup. You know, got booted out of the Champions League, but this is only for the Premier League anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but he still had a great season, you know, and I, you could say the team had a good season too because, you know, they finished second in the league. They can be playing the Champions League next year because they didn't get banned. Um, you know, if he stays, it, it's my personal belief that if he stays with Man City, you know, for, you know, beyond next season, you know, let's say he signs a you know long-term deal, he could be on pace to become one of the greatest midfielders ever to play in England. I mean, he, he's successful everywhere he goes, and, uh, you know, he's just one of those players that you want to have, you know. I mean, his, I don't know what he sees, I don't know how he does it, but he's he seems to always, always, 
uh, be able to find that person that's open or he's always in the right position to be able to feed the ball to somebody and, you know, set them up in a position to score. So, you know, congrats to him. And, uh, yeah, I, I would say it's well-deserved because I can't think of anybody else um, in the Premier League that, you know, would be deserving of that award besides him. Um, now, let me let me know what you guys think. Do you think Kevin DeVerna deserves the uh, the Premier League player of the season? Let me know. Um, all right, with that, I am going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. All right, so uh, Vincent Company is back in the news. Um, everybody knows that he left Man City went back to Belgium to Anderlecht uh, to become a player manager. Um, but, you know, at the beginning of the season, uh, the team was not doing as well as I guess he thought it was going to do. Um, you know, and they've, they've considered, you know, consistently, I should say, been a pretty decent team in Belgium. Um, but, you know, they had a slow start. So he gave up all of his coaching duties to be a full-time coach, or excuse me, full-time player for the team. Um, but today, he decided to completely retire from the game of football um i believe he's 35 years old um you know vince company's a legend in man city you could say also in the epl you know four championships with uh with manchester city great player um but you know with him retiring from uh, club football he's also retiring from the belgian national team so um like i said great career um seemed like he was a guy that you know all the players around him um you know loved um great captain uh, I mean there's there's so much to say about uh, Vincent company um, I saw on the news that uh, supposedly that David Silva is supposed to be getting a statue um, at Man City um, you know based on you know his time there and he's eventually gonna move on I think he's going back to Spain um, but there's no reason that Vincent company should not also have a statue or something uh, at Man City I think Yaya Torre kind of got a little screwed he has like a mosaic and like a training academy field named after him, but he should be those those three players, in my personal opinion, um, with Kevin De Bruyne in the future, should all have statues, um, you know, because the impact that they've had on uh, on Man City. But if anyone, it should be definitely be Vincent Company. He's at the club for like ten years, um, but he signed a new four year contract uh, with Anderlecht, and he's he's going to be a full time coach. So. Uh, you know, we'll see how their season is, um, the, you know, 2021 um, season. And, you know, I'm wishing him luck. Um, you know, he has the potential to be a great manager. Uh, he's a great captain, great player for both club and country. So, all right, um, let's talk about Barcelona. Uh, so, in addition, this is just some rumors that I heard. But uh, in addition to the talk about Ronald Koeman taking over, at Barcelona, there's also talk. Now, this is crazy, but there's also talk about Pep Guardiola possibly making a return to the camp now. Um, which, as crazy as it sounds, it would work out perfectly to allow uh, Mauricio Pochettino to go to Man City. Now, Pochettino has said that he wanted to remain in England, and you know, to me, it seems like it's it's highly unlikely that Pep's going to leave Man City and go back to Barcelona. Um, he still has a lot to prove in England. You know, a lot of people consider, you know, the EPL to be 
you know, the best league in the world. Um, and I think he wants to win the Champions League with Man City. Um, I think he still wants the, the quadruple, to be honest. FA Cup, League Cup, Premier League, and Champions League. I think he wants to get all four of those. And uh, I, I just can't see him going back to, uh, to Barcelona. But... You know, any, anything is possible. So, and because that European Cup or the Champions League trophy has has eluded him for so long, and you know, crazier things have happened. Uh, it's just one of those things that I kind of heard, and you know, saw. It might have been, might have just been clickbait, but uh, you know, anything is possible. So, with that being said, I've also seen a lot of stuff talking about Messi um, possibly wanting to leave Barcelona. Now, you know. Uh, there's been a lot of Copa Americas, um, you know, World Cups within the last four or five years. And it seems like Barcelona is always, or excuse me, Argentina is always on like the losing side. They'll make it to the final or get close or whatever. You know, you could say it goes all the way back to 2014, back in Rio. Um, and, you know, Argentina won't win. And then the next thing that you hear is that Messi is planning on retiring from international football. He doesn't want to play for Argentina anymore, blah, 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 blah. Um, so right now there's, there's buzz that he does not want to go or he doesn't want to stay with Barcelona. Now, how true that is, nobody knows. Cause you know, I'm not talking to Messi, you know, if, if I could, I, I would talk to him and I would definitely try to get him on the podcast, <laughs> but, uh, Messi, I, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, it's just, you know, clickbait, but I was thinking about it. Imagine if, cause it's obvious that, you know, a lot of the players in the locker room did not like Setien. Um, you know, we'll see how uh, Ronald Coleman, because apparently he was in Barcelona on Sunday, like yesterday. Um, so, you know, he's toiling around, even though he's still the manager of uh, the Netherlands national team right now. But, you know, we'll see. But can you imagine if the the brass at Barcelona is like, hey, we have to figure out a way to get Messi to stay. Messi's, what, 33 years old? We have to find a way to get Messi to stay. He did not like Setien. Most of the players, I guess, apparently didn't like Setien. How do we get Messi to stay? You try to coax Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola to come back to Barcelona. Now, like I said, it sounds it sounds crazy, but it's possible. But like I mentioned, also uh, Pochettino is still available. You know, he's not coaching. He's in Argentine. He speaks Spanish. I, you know, but at the same time, I don't see him. He just doesn't have the resume, in my opinion, to. Uh, you know, go to Barcelona. Yes, he took Tottenham to a Champions League final that they lost to Liverpool. Um, but I just don't see him moving. But can you imagine trying to keep Messi happy, throwing a shitload of money at uh, Pep Guardiola and saying, hey, we'll give you what you need. Just bring us a European Cup. I, I could I could definitely see it happen. I, I think, you know, people would do almost anything to keep Messi on their team. Um, I don't know. But... It, it, it does it it's you know usually this transfer market craziness players coming going you know whatever uh, and staying um it, it heats up during the uh during the summer um with COVID-19 everything is kind of you know weird and kind of pushed back um so now this is happening you know we're halfway through August and this is just some craziness that's that's popping up now so it, it like I said most of it is probably just clickbait but you never know and uh, we'll see, because, I don't know, a lot of the Barcelona players didn't seem happy after that Champions League loss. 
and uh, you know can't blame them. I mean, they gave up eight goals. That's that's a lot, and that it's just it's just embarrassing. So maybe they just need a little bit of time to, you know, to cool off and I don't know reset, restack. I don't know, um, but you know a loss like that is is devastating to a team. So we'll see. But like I said, I don't see Pep leaving. I don't see Pochettino going to uh, Barcelona, and the possibility that that Coleman will give up his duties as a national team manager for the Netherlands, seeing as he was spotted in Barcelona on Sunday, um, to me it sounds like he's definitely going to uh, probably be more than likely be the manager. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but you know, I also read something about uh, Arsene Wenger, which I think is just nuts. But you know, it's that time of year, so uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. So. Um, that's pretty much all I got for this week. Um, yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you guys for all your emails, your DMs. Um, I, I really appreciate it. Keep them coming in. Let me guys, let me know what you guys think of the podcast. Let me know what you guys think of the logo. Still haven't gotten a whole, a whole lot of feedback on the logo, the new one. Um, I did get one from a friend of mine, Joel. He you know sent me a picture of him listening to the podcast in his car. It looked pretty cool on the dash. You know, something I never thought that I'd, that I'd see outside of, like, my own car. Um, so it's pretty good. Um, but just know that the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Overcast. You know, pretty much every podcasting app that you can possibly um, find out there. So as usual, I'll leave the contact information in the show description. Um, thank you, guys. Have a great week. Um, and I'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks for listening.